Well, Jay, I don't know about you, but I'm feeling a little cooped up here. It's time. Uh, it's time for a move. I think get some uh, some space, some bigger yard, that kind of thing. What do you think? You are really gonna move, but like that's like that's a big deal. Like you can't do it that. It is a big deal. You're, you're scared to even leave your living room. <laughs> it's a. It seem what seems like a big deal moving isn't when you use the right people. You can use these sell your own home situations where you're you're bartering with a guy in your driveway for 45 minutes and you end up selling for $3 or you can use a professional that makes moving actually simple. Who are we going to use? But the problem is obviously Tom, but my worry is like you're so far, you're in Orleans. Tom will come to Orleans, he'll go to Russell, he'll go to Clarence Creek, he'll go to west of the Westie Village, wherever it is out there. <laughs> he'll go anywhere for you and make that experience that you were talking about of nervous or a lot of work, make it seem like nothing. Bastion and Ferguson will literally smooth out the easiest move of your life. Wow, even in Orleans, I just can't get over that. Yeah, once you hit 10th line, 11th line, 14th line, he's still coming. He's driving in his brand new Dodge Caravan, carries his family around in, will sell your home. That's what I'm looking for, an easy ride with Bastion and Ferguson. Look them up, he's gonna sell you quick and easy. Stephen O'Kane, do you think and would you want to bring back the old school black and white checkered soccer ball? It can be updated the way they are now, but doesn't that look mean soccer? Yeah, 100%. It's like street soccer. It's just looks proper. Yeah, that's, I mean, how they haven't done that is 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 beyond me. Jason Whiting, do you have and put on any kind of tape when you play soccer in a game? Oh, uh, if I get caught not wearing shin pads, because I never wear shin guards, um, then I tape uh, right under the shin guard, because mine are really, really tiny. And so I, I, I tape just under them so they don't fall down closer to my ankle. Yeah. yeah. Steve, I'm going to throw that to you too. Do you put tape... Is tape a new age thing? Tape, I think it's new age because some of like they've had the option. Like we didn't have the option of tape. I don't know. But it feels like more <laughs> of them played like college university and that's a thing now. I don't know. But I never do. And I still have the shin pads with the like stuff around the ankle. And it's like, I don't want to have it, but I, I do yeah. hate it. Jay you, know what? you know what? I, I, no, no. I hate those. But for you, I totally 
I do you notice they never make fun of you for those? Yeah, because but you do you with get... your eyes. Yeah, no, you point I... your toe like I said. You're putting on a Cinderella slipper yeah. to put them on. Like yeah. you point yes. your toe and it slides but Steve, through. Steve gets kicked from behind. He gets kicked a lot. He embellishes a lot, which he's so good at the heavy breathing when you get yes in the face, the grimace. We've talked about that before in another show. But you do get kicked. I never make fun of you. I do hate the look of them. I hate big shin pads. I do question anyone who has those that doesn't get kicked like you. Like like. For me, or like Claudio Venegas, who plays in the middle, like, you know, we don't get kicked a lot. Like, we just, we do some of the tackling. Like, you get kicked from behind. You're always with your back to goal turning. And these but your crap. eyes, your snob eyes do look over at me when I'm putting them on and pointing like, <laughs> though. And I like, I know they're what's so happening. Big. Yeah, they're yeah, so big. Just, but mine are I very see, small. Yeah, well, that's where I see it. Like, even in the, the pros, when you watch on TV, it's like, quick someone's hurt you got to go on they use like an entire roll of pro wrap around their shin pads like 63 times i just don't understand how that's comfortable or i don't know because, they, because they, they they slip down and that's why yeah. some people have slips i know steve i think you hold you use something to hold your sock up yeah like it you want to keep everything tight and secure tape has been around since i've been at university that's 20 years over 20 years mark really like, eh? mine has oh, just yeah, been like, yeah. taping, taping i've always had slip-ons and they just slip yeah, into like the top of my boot every time yeah, yeah. i yeah, think because you're white i think i played with a lot of italians i think those guys use the i had that italian influence where they like to yeah uh, looks nice too kind of yeah, yeah kind of like that yeah too. fair enough you know who doesn't use tape to fix things true build limited Alex Zlovsky and his team use real stuff like composite or PVC for fencing and a ton, ton of other building stuff. They can, turn your, they can turn your place into a custom soccer stadium or just something that you want. Look them up. Reliable, hardworking, top people. Use True Build Limited. You know what? Can I go on that? Because I'm actually, I was thinking that last night. I woke up at 2.30 in the morning for some reason. I have no idea why. And I was thinking... Would True Build be able to build built-in built-in shelves in 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 one of my rooms? Like, do, would they do something? One hundred percent. They're custom projects. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna call them. I'm not kidding. Like, this is legit because I was like, we're gonna do on. next next show. You're gonna call live on the show. You're gonna yeah. call AZ live on the show. Wow. I would love that. Yes, hundred percent. Okay. Uh, Done. Yeah. So just uh, another. Uh, a quick uh, blurb is a reminder that uh, Steve and Jay have no advanced knowledge of the topics that I'm going to bring up. So the uh, opinions are on uh, ah, They're raw and honest. Well, speaking of that, hold on, Mark. Hmm? Can we talk about this shirt? Cause this is why I'm reading this, uh, uh, like showing you this and wearing this. It says straight out of Bayshore. And I want everyone to know that I was raised in Bayshore. Okay. And so Part of why I sound like a, a complete moron and a prick is because I was raised in a place where it was like, you know, drugs were around. It wasn't like Compton or something, but it's like a base shore in Ottawa, which is the safest place in the world. But you know what? I'm kind of white trash, so I can, I can get away with saying these things. So I just want people to know that I went back to my roots straight out of Bayshore. I'm pure white trash. So it's like, you know, like, if you're Jewish, you can make fun of Jews. I, like I'm white trash. I can make fun of white trash. Okay. So I just want to put that out there. I love that. Right. That's uh, Jay's disclaimer now. Just 
Now, before we actually get into topic number one, I, I wanted to bring up <clears throat> just a, a thank you and a, and a thing to the listeners. Like that super, that European Super League got some serious buzz on, uh, mm-hmm. on social media. And uh, that makes this show. Like I loved it. We loved it. We loved the banter. We loved talking about it. So like, thank you everyone who, ch- you know what? I'm even going to read out. Okay. Yeah, do it. Um, uh, Dylan Loy, Andri Schwarek, Jay Bindi, Mark Berry, Sean Holmes, Mike Lanos, Derek Volpe, Jamie Niebergall, Graham Ivory got in. Nice. Uh, Lee Robinson, Phil Craig, a sponsor of the show, got in with some Lester love. Len Gilchrist was the only person to defend Scottish teams in this entire thing. <laughs> Dave Barbier, host of uh, No Holds Bar. Yeah. Tyler Shaver, Matt Williams, Cormac Ray, and Tyler Rose Farrell all got involved in the convo and these are all local Ottawa soccer guys that we loved bantering with. Yeah. Um, I'm going to bring up another thing. This Celtic Rangers thing. Uh Oh, it did my head in, <laughs> but I understand. I understand. Yeah. But why was there no Galatasaray hate? There was like, some. Wasn't, the it wasn't like barely like a, yeah, a pinch yeah. of salt and yeah. the Rangers knocked Galatasaray out of Europe this year. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what what's, I you know, know. I what do you say now? I don't know. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> For the I record, I wanted on the record that I did, I got outvoted. I wanted one Scottish team because I wanted to include or like a Russian. I feel like Russia was left out completely yeah. or Ukraine. You know, I love like, you thinking that. When I was running, thinking of it, I was like, what about Zenit? Or like, they're always yeah. there. Or Shakhtar. Always there. Or Shakhtar. Yeah, or Shakhtar Dynamo. Happens. Yeah. Yeah. No, there, there's a lot. Of, like, but I, what I so wanted hard. from the... Yeah, what I wanted from the listeners is like, send us your twenty. Like, we'll read them. Like, we yeah. like, we want to. I want to hear. Like, I want to see too. what you guys would include and and why. You know, like that's uh, that's a big thing for us. We love the the fan uh, fan. You know, like we have fans. The listener interaction. You know, I Mark, think that's fun. We uh we had a lot of banter uh, Friday night old timers. There's like thirty old timers from Ottawa. It was amazing soccer. I was so happy to be playing in it like and we playing outdoors november 20th like and the banter for the super league was there was good and then what we we didn't really scrape the surface too much we just a little bit on the show the whole promotion relegation for it came up that was a big, a big talk that night like that's fascinating to think how you would do that would you like we we said go back to your league an english team for an english team but like can you do that or do you have like a super league b like a uefa cup type style that that team gets in you know, and then do those superpower clubs. How can they not be relegated at that whole, they don't get relegated for 10 years. Like what if five of them come in the bottom five and they can't get relegated. And then like the, the 10th to the 15 get relegated. It doesn't make sense. Like that whole promotion relegation into and out of that league. Cause you're like, you're going to have anybody's team on the bubble and you're never going to pick the perfect 20. So a team like Spurs, maybe they should get in, but then they can win their way in. So they still have a chance at it. It's not like 20 dead and done. But what would yeah. that look like is incredible. I, I wouldn't even entertain the thought of watching it if there was no promotion relegation because now you're watching yeah. the NHL. Yes, like agreed. now you're watching garbage the uh, soccer. Like you agreed. need to have a punishment for this totally situation. We'll let Jake jump in here since he missed that show. I, 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 I really like the show. I thought Anthony was fantastic too, and like I, Steve, but you made me laugh every time I like and Mark too. Like when I was running, listening to it, I was like, when Steve, you said you were scared that if you pick this, it was going to be true. Like for true. Everyone you said, like it, like everyone was done. It was like a tattoo on your tummy. Like it was done. (laughs) And like, 
I, I laughed out loud. And Mark, when you picked out Roma, I was like oh. in the middle of a field. I was like, Roma, yeah. are you serious? Yeah. But it was hilarious. Like, it's like you heard yourself. You kind of, and then you were like fighting. Yeah. You're like, but I thought the choices you guys made were fantastic. I hesitated with Rangers too, but your arguments, Mark, and, and then when you came around, yeah, like you can't, you have to have them there. Yeah, solid arguments. The, the one thing that, isn't seen because we're not like high tech enough to put this on YouTube yet. We should. There was one point because I'm always staring at my board and I had my uh, marker. Like I was <laughs> tracking everything and I was like, and nobody, even Mark or Anthony didn't see it. But I looked at my board. I smashed my mic into my teeth like hard, like it hurt myself. And at the same time, I hit the marker and it marked all down my arm. <laughs> so like it smashed into my mouth, marker down my arm fell because i was trying to look at my stupid board no i looked back i think anthony saw and he was like the nicest human ever he just like kind of looked at me like reassuringly but it was a disaster like my teeth hurt for like 10 minutes after it was terrible i gotta find the clip we gotta we gotta get this up and running with uh on youtube with video so people can watch uh watch how it goes on video yeah yeah, well, we got a potential uh, intern for that now, so uh, that's, that's a good idea. You never know. Take that we'll on. see. So, with all that said, um, <clears throat> let's fire up topic one here. This could uh, this could go either way, but it's, it, <laughs> it, it it infuriated me. Like oh, no. it took me three days to get over it. Like I was talking to my eight year old at bed. Like I'm like, can you believe this? So like, okay, the CPL. Canadian Premier League and scouting. Okay. This is something near and dear to my heart and Steve's heart. I know we love scouting, recruiting. Anyway, the CPL partnered with this scouting analytics company called the 21st club. It's like a database with like all these players in there with like analytics and scouting. And I don't know how many eggs they eat in the morning, all that garbage that new age uh, coaches use. Um, (laughs) The goal of it, which I understand and I like, is to give the, <clears throat> the clubs, the coaches, uh, the ability to look through these you know, databases for good f- international, like foreign players to, that are under 23-ish to improve the quality of the league. Amazing resource to have. That I understand. It's helpful. Very recently, in the last couple of weeks, the CPL has now mandated and told all the clubs that they have to sign four players from that database in their club. Mandatory. Mandatory that Rob Gale has to sign four players from this. You're making it up. All the clubs have to sign. No, this is made up. Non-Canadians, mandatory international four from this thing. Now, before I go off on a mad rant. Oh, no, clarify, clarify. Because a lot of times people say to me, we love what you said for a 20 in that, but we want better criteria clarification. And right now, before I answer, because I'm steaming, clarify. Four (laughs) players. Yeah, I'm writing notes too. Four players from the database, four foreign players from the database, or just four foreign players? Four foreign players from that company. You need four foreign players yeah. From that company, from that database, for the Canadian Soccer League. Yeah. Mandatory to be in your 23 roster. I'm upset. Or 25 roster, whatever the hell they have. Yeah. Are you so sure? I'm 100% positive. And uh, because there have been a bit of pushback from like 
from the uh, obviously from the coaches and like the presidents of the clubs and stuff. They're kind of like, you know, but then there's obviously like the, the writers are saying, well, this will help improve the league and we can have resale value now. But like, that's not what it's, our, what are we about? What is this about? Are we like, imagine being a coach, Steve, I'll throw it to you first. You're coach of Valor. Uh, Steve, you have to sign four international players from this database. Go. First of all, this feels like when Jason picked me up for soccer one time and he put this recording on the car and he's like, listen to what the OSA and CSA are trying to do. And it was from CBC radio and they had this spoof thing on and it was like that you can't play soccer like with a ball you have to it's imaginary and then that's how the practices are and like i knew it was a joke but i because it was cbc and it was legit i was like i didn't know what to do like he my whole insides were messed up it was like my whole insides were spaghetti and then i'm like <laughs> this can't be real then he started laughing but it was so convincing i feel like that's what you're doing to me right now i don't know how to personally react to this it's the dumbest thing i've ever heard of in my life what's the goal of the canadian professional soccer league we talked in the show all the time about all these canadians and all the issues they've had and trouble with like in the mls they used to be considered a foreign player in the usl nasl all these things like we have all this we we started canadian league and now we're self-imposing the same issue for our players what the hell is this and if i if you want to give me a a four player cap do like they used to do in europe you can have three non-EU players or whatever it was back in the day. And you pick where they come from and who they come from, not from like whatever database.com that this is. I, don't tell me who I can pick a player for or not. Thanks for the resource. If I'm getting a lot of good players from you from it, I'm going to pump you. I'm going to say so-and-so database company gave me this. This is amazing. Don't tell me I have to – like why? They must be sponsoring them and they've got them by the balls. And like That's, now yeah. they're, they're I mean, dictating to the league. We won't give you money unless you actually use players from it. And then they're pumping all the resale and all that. That's a load of crap. If I'm Rob Gale at the Valor, he told me, he told me, he told us he uses those things. Of course he does. He's a great coach. He's using his resources. I'd be, I'd love to hear what he has to say about that. Like using four, telling him he has to pick four. What if all of a sudden he gets like the next Alfonso Davies out of Winnipeg and he's borderline, trying to pick these that's a terrible example you always pick Alfonso Davies but yeah. what, I don't know what if he's got five amazing kids from Winnipeg he's gonna want to put him in a squad now he's got to like drop one that's incredible yeah. I don't even know what I don't even know where to go with this who, who has the like this is like an impossible question but like because I remember reading Ferguson's book about him and scouting and he always trusted his scouts and he he there's a lot of value in that eyes on like uh, sure. the player um was he the best who who was the best at probably scouting? What what club is that's impossible? Right? Benfica, I know. Ajax, Porto. But they no they they develop. But they scout and bring them in and develop. Like Dortmund's the same thing. Okay, Dortmund's like young Bellingham, players. Birmingham. He's sixteen. They they went out and looked and took the profile. Like they do it at a young age, okay. and then they develop on top. You want to know who's the best at the first team level and stuff? Like who is the best buys? Like that's a. I guess so. Yeah. Just so the audience, we're all on the same page. I guess just to simplify it, like. Yeah. Well, the the way I think Jay, like I'm gonna kind of build on your point of like, <clears throat> we know from talking to Rob Gale that resources aren't huge like he's doing the video his assistants doing this they're they're doing they're doing five jobs each i understand but 
that this is where it bugs me is like, sure, give Rob this database and he can sign 11 players from there for all I care. Yeah. But yeah. to make it Don't mandatory, make it. that's where, that's where it's, it's almost like, it's a joke. You know, like, what, what is it? Like what's next now? Okay. So Rob Gill, it's like Steve said, what if late in the season, there's this young Canadian that becomes available drop from TFC or, or the white caps. And you're like, so now this Canadian kid who's 20 gets dropped. He can't get into a team because they're all full because computer generated four. Now he quits playing and he could have become the next anything, anything, or you know what I mean? Like it's, it's just, it's absolutely asinine. So Shouldn't like, you have mandatory for like, I understand mandatory, even like, so the example I said about Canadians being foreign and MLS and all that, that was, that's like an issue. But I, I get where the Americans are coming from. It's the MLS. They want mandatory Americans. And then you have this different who's a foreigner. Canadians, in my opinion, is like it should be considered. But whatever. I get mandatory when it's your home league and you're yeah. mand- mandating yeah. Canadians in the league. You should have – I don't want to go watch Valor and uh, Atletico Ottawa and there's one Canadian on the field. Like when Chelsea yeah. plays Arsenal and there's one Englishman or something like – that's not what this league's about. If this league got to EPL level, we're in a whole other conversation in ballpark. But I want to, I want to see like Canadian players. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. I understand. Uh, like we did with PDL, same thing. You sprinkle in the sure. corners to raise that level and to you know make it great. But like, I don't know. I, I mean, it, it's it's mind blowing. So to me, it's like if this is now mandated, like what's next? Does that compute? Does a computer now? generate a formation for a coach like does it generate substitutions because of maybe it's tracking steps now and and he's he's filled up his loads and other computer beeps and uh, frankie's got to come off like where does it end with computers in soccer like uh, i think steve or jay you just nailed it with like eyes on thing like the human element of soccer is going away in the cpl at this point it's but i think it's um yeah, in the CPL, because I've been reading articles. There's a guy I follow uh, who uses a lot of game analysis and video analysis, um, Stevie Grieve. I, 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 I don't know if he does the video analysis stuff, but he uses that. He's very intelligent, and uh, he's, he's in Scotland now, and he was in Canada. He's saying, like, you know, to use all this analysis is great, but it's only, like, a little part of what the big bigger picture is. And I think people who truly understand coaching and football and, and, and sports understand that. So you're bang on, like to make it mandatory is mandatory is insane because how do you know the analysis follows the game model of the Valor coach? And that's right. How do you know, does it measure communication? If, if it does like, wow, because that's the number one thing that like you want from a player is like, how can they fit into your group and your game model? And then can they, are they good community? Can they read cues and fit into your system? I, Mark, I, I love that you stewed about it for three days. I can oh. see you going nuts over it. You're totally bang on. I still, I'm with Steve. I don't think it's real. I think you're punking us <laughs> like to yeah, go old no. school. It, like you're it, Ashton Kusher now. Yeah. yeah. But see, my question goes even further, like my head when I'm stewing on this all night is like, so who's the 21st club? Who's who's scouting these players? What qualifications do they have? Do we know? Is there is there a uh, uh, like a bio of each play of each person that's bringing these players in? Or is it guys behind a computer 
just running numbers. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Like, you know, but you know what? I, I, I feel like Graham Ivory posted something and it was, I think it's, a, I, I don't want to speak for him, but I'm, I totally did by just saying his name. I think it's the <laughs> same database the Fury had access to and he raved about it. I think that it's very good at what it does. I can't give you the bio of the scouts and who does it. I'm sure they have people who are measuring just steps and data and putting data in as data entry. They must have some sort of scouting slash notes part. I don't know who it is. I, I actually, to me, it's if it's a good database, that's awesome. And use it as a resource. Like Jay said, it's a small piece. The mandating is off the chart crazy. It reminds me though, like, cause we're talking about this topic now, like, We've all played, at least here, and there's going to be a lot of other nerds like us that played football manager or championship manager. That database got so strong, like so accurate with how it ended up rating players that now there are pro clubs in Europe that use the football manager database as like uh, who's good, where, and, and there are scouts for the football manager database that are getting jobs in professional clubs based on their work into that database and the accuracy of that database has been like incredible. Like I'm going to say it for some of the nerds out there. We all bought a Cherno Sambu. It was amazing in championship manager. It didn't work out in real life. That'll happen all the time. But like the overall accuracy and then the scouting them and, and, and alerting people, there's been clubs in England have, that have gone to look at a kid in Brazil based on this. Like I think, I think that's fascinating. That's using the tool the proper way. I would love to see Mourinho be told, yes, take three people for Tottenham from the championship manager database. I'd kill to watch that press conference. Absolutely yeah. kill to watch it. Yeah, no, it's true. I've, I've used the, the one that the Fury, when DeSantos was there anyway, when I was in with him, uh, it was InstaScout. Okay. Similar thing. So where you just type a name in or type a profile in, type this, and highlights of his video come up and game things. It's fantastic. The, I, I hope people don't misinterpret what we're saying. The, the resource... Maybe the 21st century club is amazing. Maybe it's the greatest thing in the world. It's the mandating and telling coaches and clubs what to do. That to me is, you know what? It's very Canadian. And I hate that. I hate that they don't let our amazing coaches that they hire and pay to do this. I, I, I just don't see it. I don't see it working. I mean, you brought up the point, like Canada is so vast and so big, like for him to travel all around Canada and, and yeah. to, to find players is hard enough. But I do think, and we know this, there are players in each city. There's enough players that we can, we could, we could start, have a good foundation and then sprinkle in with the foreigners. But to be told that you have to do that, like you said, is, is, is it money? I know Steve threw that out there. Is it money? The 20, is there has to be like a 21st uh, club deal where they're paying us a certain or paying the CPL a certain amount of money. And they're kind of like, like Steve said, maybe that's like, well, you have to do this now. And I mean, are, do they, is it, it has to be a money thing. Surely. I think it has to be like, you know, when you said it's very Canadian, I get where you're going there. Like to me, something that's very Canadian or North American or MLS, when you start, like they would have like breakaway penalty shots or, crazy Zubas jerseys or like when they're doing those things, whether I agree with them or not, or think they're gimmicky, they're trying to do it to draw fans in a crowd and they're trying to do something different. So I, even though I personally am a snob and think it's gimmicky and maybe they shouldn't try it. I like that they do it in a way because I know the goal is to try to get more people in. 
I don't understand the goal of this for getting people in. To me, it doesn't, it doesn't sit you. It's like you do these four mandatory people, you're getting more attendance. Nobody's going to know about it. Nobody's going to care about it besides like people like us. And we're only going to be smashing it. So what's the goal to me? I don't know the end game other than this company is pumping a lot of money into the league and they're saying, you know, we need more connection and the CPL doesn't have a lot of money and they're saying we got to do it. Yeah. I'll tell you, right. I'll just tell you like what uh, they were quote, like what I read in the articles was that it was resale value. They want to bring in people that have resale value. And so the, so the league can make money and to improve the standards again, not arguing that point. Cause you know, we're not arguing. Like it, I understand those reasons and they're valid. But to, to make it, like, again, it's just we're beating a dead horse here. But then but you're like, saying your coaches you're saying your coaches aren't bringing in players with resale value? Yeah, that's exactly what – for so me, you're that's saying, exactly what I would say. So then you're saying you don't trust the coaches and you don't trust the club. Yeah. And are yeah, these clubs right. bringing in players that are like 30, 33 years old that don't have resale value just to win a championship? I, I don't know enough of the profile of the league. I, from what I see, it seems to be younger. It seems yeah. to be mid to late 20s, maybe as a – I don't see a lot of 38 year olds in there that I don't see them bringing in Raul who's 42 to like yeah. try and win a title. And then he has no resale. No, it's uh it's, it's a money uh, thing. It's a money, it's a money thing. It's a, they're, they're locked. They're handcuffed because of sponsorship for sure. Yeah. 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 But they must, the resale thing must be the league also thinking this will help us. Uh, become like a richer overall as a league by reselling these players and clubs getting more money and whatever, like, and then they can invest it. Like it has to be a piece of it. They must want to yeah. do it, but don't, don't do the model. Like all those other clubs in Europe, we just talked about who go out, get good young players, develop them and then sell them on. Yeah. I mean, they can do that with it or without it not being mandatory. That's, that's where it's like killing me. It's like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I think know. it's like a, it's like a deadbeat dad syndrome. Like the kid, like, <laughs> No, no, my dad's good. He bought me a bike, so he's not. No, he's not. He's gonna yeah. be there next time. No, it's like it's like they're saying they're making these excuses to cover up for the fact that they're totally being abused by, and controlled by the company. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're not. We won't beat the dead horse. Seems like we're all on board with that. And if anyone has any more information on it, that I mean, let us know. Uh, fire us a message or whatever, because. I don't know. Or maybe if you believe in this, let us know why. So we can bring that up because like, I'm, I'm still like, my heart hurts right now. Like I, I, I hate this. I hate, I hate it. I just hate being, if you're a coach, your, your only like thing you can always rely on is that your, your ability to do your job. And if you're told how to do your job, like by a computer, to me, yeah. that's why even be there. I'd say that to me, that's a resignable rule. I would, I would resign. I'm out. Yeah. Anyone who was going to contact me from the CPL, I'm out. <laughs> You're resignable. This is a resignable action. <laughs> so from Canadian teams to Canadian players, Alfonso Davies is the next one I want to talk about in a probably a highly unpopular opinion that I want to chat here about, but it's not, and I'm going to preface this because Alfonso Davies, I'm a Whitecaps fan. I've loved him from day one. I still love him. I think he's the greatest young player to ever come out of this country. He's my favorite. I love him. But I want to say this. Our poster <laughs> boy for Canadian soccer, Alfonso Davies, is he achieving too much too soon? 
Can this happen to players where they achieve too much too soon? They get too much attention and then they start to drop off. Okay. Because this year I'm looking at it, you know, he, he was uh, dropped. Wasn't in the starting 11 anymore. Coach said that he's in a, you know, rough patch of form. He's, he said he's working hard in training. His attitude's fine, but can this have now a negative impact on him with, I mean, Bundesliga title, Champions League title. He was on top of the world. He's TikToking all the time. He's social media this. And he's even quoted, which I did not like personally. I think a couple of six, five, six months ago, he says, I want to be an actor after I'm done soccer and this. Like, I, I don't want his mind to go. Is this happening? Can it happen? Will it happen? I don't know. I'll throw it to Jay because he looks like he doesn't want to talk. Because <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to hear from Steve first. Steve's no. better at this type of stuff because you have a stronger background with your championship manager, like pedigree, <laughs> knowing like players and stuff. Like to me, Mark, you, I think you tapped into something that I kind of felt. Um, obviously, we have to rate him very highly. But for, for him to, to go into that Bayern Munich team, I, the whole time I thought it was like, really? Wow. Like yeah. starting left back. Like, but he was only in because of like three I, or four injuries, right? I know. Yeah. I know. And so I was like, wow. And so like when he got dropped and I was like, it, it wasn't a surprise to me. I don't think it's like career ending. I don't think that's what you're suggesting. But is no. it the – I think him playing – um, like from we heard from all our guests playing like uh, de Guzman playing, you know, a, a Division Two in German in, in the German league um, for a bit, giving him like all those games and like uh, all that time. You need time in the first, uh, second team for you. Just need games. You need minutes. You need. And so, yeah, if he's losing that, I think it will hurt him. Like remember Freddie Adu. We can't compare them, but Freddie Adu and all that. Like Freddie Adu's like what in. Iceland right now or something something crazy or like yeah you know like I hope that doesn't happen to him I don't think it will but I do think yeah if he doesn't be careful and his agent doesn't like take care of him he could be going so Steve I'm gonna throw a different angle of this at you again I don't want you to do that oh good okay well here's what I'll do I'll throw the different angle and you can give one of your your uh, Will Ferrell verbal diarrhea spews at us with that I agree with Jay. I, I, I mean, my worry concern is that, you know, uh, that he just doesn't see that he stops playing, that he's this, that he's distracted. I don't know, like go somewhere, play a thousand games, come back. I don't know. Anyway. So Steve, are we, cause I know it's big in England. They talk about it in Europe all the time. When a big young player comes through, we got to protect this guy. We got to protect this guy. Put him on here. 15 minutes. Don't let him talk to the media. All, I love that. But Canada, we're in a bit of a catch-22. We want to build the game. We want to grow it in Canada. So we're poster-boying Alfonso Davies at 17, 18, 19, throwing every media tent. The whole World Cup uh, that's coming to Canada is like, Alfonso Davies will be there, and he's going to get it. Should we be going this hard on him as a CSA, or should we tone it down a little bit and bring it more of a team thing so that we don't Theo Walcott this guy? Or that we don't Freddie do this guy. Like, chill out. Let the guy work in his club and do his thing. But, again, catch 22 with Canada. Steve? 
I, I think you did a verbal diarrhea question to me because there's like 12 <laughs> questions in there and you're definitely passionate about it. I think number one, you're Mark LaPointe. You're catastrophizing the situation because you're scared out of your mind that Canada won't be good at the next World Cup and that's so important to you. So now you're on this and you're not wrong, but you're also like, I could see you waking up at 2.30 in the morning and going all the way down to Freddie or uh, Alfonso Davies working at Taco Bell up the street from you because he's just crashed out. Like I could see you spiraling to that. Yeah. It's an age old debate of too much too soon and who can handle what and making sure that a player like succeeds in his career. So I look at it as I don't think – I think there can be such a thing as too much too soon, but I also think it's a bit of bullshit. I think you you want to win the Champions League, win the Champions League. What he did last year was incredible. Now yeah. it comes down to what type of personality he is, who's around him, and what is his club in a situation like, and what's in this case because of, to your point, which is a good one, Canada, who would need to promote him. They have to. They will not stop. And I don't think they should. I think they have to do what they're doing. They need to grow and they need to have buzz for the World Cup. Jonathan David's another one. Big move. Started to get a lot of buzz. Canada, all that. And he has, has he even scored yet? No. I don't think so. Now, I think he'll succeed, but they're both facing tough, tough moments in their career. And this is like the kind of thing that makes or breaks. Like in England, Giggs came in and he was poster boyed. He was Man U poster boy. He was Wales poster boy, all that stuff. He was in a yeah. good club with a strong manager who protected him from the media, wouldn't let him speak to the media a lot of times, and he had strong senior players. I think my opinion is I think Alfonso Davies did get blown up. I think he blew up real quick. He succeeded. He, I don't care how many people are injured. He, he went in, he took his chance, and he ran with it, and that's how a lot of people get started. I think you're right. I think he's facing a point where it's like, okay, now you've had all this hype. You're talking about acting. You're TikToking. You're dating Jordan Haitema from Canada. It's like a celebrity couple in a way. You know what? What's going to happen to you now? Are you going to fade out or are you going to last? I think he's got the right people at Bayern who've been very good with young players. I think he's got like a Thomas Mueller who's not going to be afraid to tell him like, listen, you're, you're, you're big time Charlie here. Like you need to come back down. I could see Lewandowski doing that to him. I could see the ex players that Brian Byron bring in on that board. So I think he's in a good environment. I mean, time will tell. I, I think you, if you have a player like that, you play him. I don't care how young he is. Rooney was the same thing. Like there's loads of success and there's loads of failures and you're going to make it based on your personality and who you have around you. And you know what? Also your family, your friends, your group, your circle. So we don't know enough about him that way. But I think, I think to, to go against what you're saying, I think Canada have to pump him. I think they have to pump Jonathan David. I think they have to pump a new, young, exciting generation that's coming through for the world cup. And and then it's up to them to handle it. And if he's and if it breaks them, I think Canada has to do what they're doing. And I think he has to be strong enough to want to be that player. I hate hearing the acting thing too. It's like now you're Eric Cantona and you want to act. But at least Eric Cantona talked about it later in his career and it didn't seem to affect him. Yeah. Yeah, no. I, I'm. You know what? It's almost therapeutic to have this conversation. It's, it's <laughs> talking me down a little. I'm just, you know, like we have such a great generation coming through with those guys. And I'm, I'm just so worried that the protection and you know like back in the day with Rooney and everything and the clubs protecting players it was a lot easier to protect them from the media because now there's all these social media outlets that are unprotected right that can distract you and the, and and this you know I, I understand the Canada thing because I want Canada soccer to grow as as much as the next guy and they have to pump them but it's just it's a worrying trend for me because I 
going down a list of all these these players that have, you know, like the Giuseppe Rossi's, the Walcott's, the David Bentley's, uh, you know, all these guys that got pumped too soon, too early. Like David Bentley, do you remember how good he was? Yeah. He was like yeah. the next David Beckham, you know, and that and once for every old, young guy you bring up that wasn't a success mark, I could bring up one, maybe even two that were. So maybe like, 10. Yeah, maybe 10. But this is like my son. I, I, I like love. This is Canada. We finally have one. Yeah, Don't back, back stuff up. I think in an interview, Mueller um, like kind of put Alfonso down a peg by he didn't slate him, but when they asked him, like, oh, he's amazing, you know, he's learning. So he basically humbled them. He said, yeah. but he's so powerful. And we call him, you know, meh, meh. he did the speed, like, uh, oh, what's that? Yeah. Roadrunner. Road road they call him the Roadrunner. Yeah. So it's like, which is the last order of you know what a footballer needs is is speed is like that's the least important one so he he kind of massaged that well i thought and steve you brought him up because miller is is such a character he's such a presence in the lock he's got to be the guy in the lock for sure guys yeah for sure and um so i i think steve you nailed it there i think they're he has to be humbled there i, I think, think he's if- going to, to survive just mentally because he's maybe not playing he's trying to stay I think relevant you're right jay like if you can't I mean, I don't know. Someone can maybe tell me why I would be wrong. Like, I think Bayern's a solid club that way with these Mueller's and these guys who've come through. Like, if you can't stay humble in that, if you start thinking you're bigger than that because you won one Champions League, like Mueller, how many has he won? Two? Maybe three? I think oh, two. Probably, yeah, yeah. Two, right? Minimum two, yeah. World Cup, minimum all this stuff. Cup. Like, it, like Lewandowski and Mueller should just bring their trophies in and, and just drop yeah. them on his one Champions League and be like, okay, yeah. cool, man. You know, like, yeah. Yeah. If, you're, if you think you're better than them, to me, then you have an issue. Yeah. Like yeah. that, that, Which he that does. better. Yeah. Just to, no. again, just to like, preview, sure. we don't think he's, no. he's lost. We just, yeah, we're just, but just talking about your environment, that to me should be, a, I feel like they're the kinds who would be like that kind of protective environment. Like I read loads of, of biographies and autobiographies of players. And you read that stuff about like Neville or Keane putting them in their place. And like, that makes sense. You know, I'm reading about, about Henderson keeping people's heads on and, you know, like you don't know a lot of those stories, but I think if he's not kept that way, and I actually think Herdman is a perfect person to have yeah. leading Canada amazing to balance point. off. Yes, that's an amazing point. I never didn't even consider that. But and what about the what about this? It just kind of popped in my head when you were talking about Bayern. Like Bayern may be the perfect club for him, or outside of England anyway, because yeah. I yeah. find England may have been too big of a spotlight because it's yeah. so big in the world, yeah. and you know, like maybe he's at the exact right place he needs to be. I Man, totally Herdman is the best call ever. I love that. I forgot. Herdman's yeah. a good call. And I like, I would hope that he, like, I, I hope there's a WhatsApp group of like Alfonso Davies, Jonathan, David, all these young guys, all these Canadian players. I hope that they see themselves as like, let's be like that Canadian generation that like, doesn't just do well because we have a bye to the world cup. We're actually good. We yeah. win a game or like my cousin, like we scored a goal. We attacked the other team. We got to the yeah. second round, you know, like, cause they, they can be that. Like, I'm going to say something. I'm, we're not media savvy enough or media popular enough to jinx them, but like there are our golden generation, which is what yeah. ruined England by calling them that. That's how it feels to me. Like I just read about some guy, I can't even remember his name now, but he was at like, he's cracking through an Anderlecht top team or something. I can't, no wolves, wolves. I think he's French Canadian. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You see that? Like yeah. I was like another one. This is amazing. Like it's not just that, you have a star in Davies. It's almost like you have depth that we've never had and depth at levels that we've never had. So it's like, it excites me. I'm like, that's awesome. Now I've like tagged him to follow him. 
Who yeah. do you think is is the owner of the WhatsApp group? Who do you think started the WhatsApp group? That's a good now call. You I need to... Now you got me in like a foxhole, like a rabbit hole thinking about this. So who's I'll who's tell you right now. I'll tell who? you. Who? I'm gonna say and I'm gonna give a reason. Don't so don't kill my answer. Scott Arfield won because he's like the captain yeah. and he's Scottish. Oh. Scottish people have the best banter ever. So True. it has to be him. Okay, but there's sub there's a subgroup with Davies and like yeah, some yeah. of the younger guys probably. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, oh yeah. A sub, like there's a sub definitely a subgroup. There's always a subgroup. And yeah, so yeah. he's in the subgroup with like Jonathan David and like maybe this guy from Wolves, you know what I mean? Like just yeah. like, like I hope so. Like Steve said, I hope. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That was awesome how that just died between you two. Yeah, I yeah, thought no, I got I, kicked off. <laughs> we spoke at the same time. It's like we're on our first Tinder date, and yeah. like I totally, I'm so impressed with you, and I want to date you, yeah. and more. I wanted to go further, and like you, we talked at the same time, and I don't want to offend you because I like you so yeah, much. I said, that's it. I, I didn't hear you, and I didn't want to say what because then I thought I you would think I'm not a good listener. So yeah. I was like, I was, I was, <laughs> I, know. I was done. Yeah. I and, then I was hoping, and then I was hoping Steve the waiter would chime in and break the, <laughs> the awkwardness, which you did, which you did. Like, yeah. are you, do you guys want something else? And it's like, yeah. oh my God, thank God. Yes, of course. Yeah. Dessert? Course. You guys want, you, you gentlemen want dessert? You're going to definitely stay. You're having a good time with each other. 100%. 100%. Or we can walk. I don't mind walking to get dessert because dessert's always overpriced. <laughs> Amazing. So with uh, that, I'm going to switch over to a new segment. Okay, that I that I thought of in terms of Jay DaCosta sent me an article and he's like, this would be sick on your show. And I, I agreed and I kind of turned it into a new segment here. So I'm going to try it. It's a country with players. So I'm going to name a country and I'm going to name you three or four players from that country. You tell me who the best of that country is. For example, I'm going to say USA, Donovan Dempsey, Tim Howard, Brad Friedel. Who's the best that ever came out of that country? Dempsey. Dempsey? Oh, let's oh. see. Already I, I an argument. I didn't hear Donovan. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, like, so, yeah. So we'll go with Steve. We'll go. I'll go Steve J. So USA. Donovan, Dempsey. I know Steve J, two goalies. Howard and Friedel. Okay, Steve, who's the best? Donovan. We just said it. Yeah. You think he's <laughs> better than Clint Dempsey? He's achieved more than Clint Dempsey? Well, I feel like you're setting me up now. Like you've got the Wikipedia stats. It's going to say. <laughs> no, I have like nothing. I just have their two names. I think Donovan is the most successful. Yeah. Like he was, he, he almost transcended MLS. He did well uh, in Germany, like for a bit. He came to Everton. I like that he was different. He's not a robot. He could, he could change a game. And Dempsey could do it too. too. Sure. Was a but, but Donovan did it longer for me. Yes, I, I agree with you. You, I can't argue, but Dempsey and keepers not involved in the conversation. I can't do this again. And I have to apologize to Ali from the Gloucester. I don't know his last name. The guy's actually Portuguese. He's not from the Middle East. So I went up to him on Friday and I was like, I apologize. I thought you were uh, Arabic because your name, he, he was named after Muhammad Ali because his dad, who's Portuguese, uh, was a Muhammad Ali fan. So, uh, he also said to me, he's like, because you talk so much about goalies, you guys, on your show, and you told me I could pass. He's like, I'm going to split the, def the defenders it. and did pass it. it to you. And he did it. And he like, yes. he then uh, immediately a smoke came out of his mouth and he looked at me like, <laughs> and he had, he had a, like a top hat and he tipped his chapeau at me. Like, 
he just and both me. those keepers are terrible with their feet, so they cannot be involved in this. I'm yeah, sorry, that's true. Howard is terrible with his hands, too. Mexico. Rafa Marquez, Chicharito, or Hugo Sanchez, which might be a little bit uh, older than the generation we're, we're kind of listening I'll to. I'll do it in order. I'll do it in order. Rafa Marquez, Hugo Sanchez, somebody else, somebody other else, Chikorito. somebody else, Chicharito. Like, yeah. Chicharito's a good player, but I don't think he's even top three for me. I think Rafa Marquez has been Mr. Mexico captain, World Cups, Barca winning. Hugo Sanchez was insane. Like, I watched him every soccer Saturday. I would watch on my VCR, and it was like, Hugo Sanchez, five goals, backflip. Hugo Sanchez, two goals, backflip. Hugo Sanchez grabs the corner flag. I'm like, who the hell is this guy? He just yeah, buried right. all the time. But they weren't as successful and he wasn't as successful with, with Mexico's Rafa Marquez for me. Yeah, no, I agree. The Hugo Sanchez blew, like, I know him, obviously, but I went on his stats, and he had, like, 116 goals in, like, 180 appearances for Real Madrid. That's completely wow. wrong. Yes. But it was something of that nature. Like, he scored so many goals. Very but, yes, I, Marquez is literally, he was Mr. Mexico till he was, like, 63. Yeah. Jay, what do you think? I, I'm I, I I loved Marquez. I loved his position. I love everything about him. So I'm and I, I do Chicharito scared me. I hated that he when he went to Man United, I was terrified because I thought I, I rated him so highly. He just found a way to score and he started a bit, but he kind of fizzled out for I don't know what reason. How come? How come he always fizzled out? I think he's the Michael Owen syndrome where he's just one dimensional. He's all pace, like his link up plays no good, like I don't know. That's what I think. Anyway, I watch him with the round goal is, is like yeah. amazing. But yeah. I just, yeah. 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 Mr. Nigeria, oh. JJ Okocha or Kanu? Kocha. I love him. You know what? Even if like there's a case, I just love, I was watching YouTube clips of Okocha last week. Actually. It's weird. Too. That you was it, that did it pop up somewhere? I saw I don't him know. too. Yeah, all I know is I was watching it and I'm like, oh my God. I was mad at myself because I'm like, when I was 18 in the 90s, I did not properly appreciate him. Agreed. I was I was angry at myself. I went to bed mad at myself. But he was, I, I think I saw him live against Man United 2003 when he played at Bolton. And yeah. uh, there was that Real Madrid player there. I think he was there because I remember loving him. He, his classic over the head, like oh. we just like, Air oh. and neg people yeah. all the time, but I love Kanu too. But Kanu, I talked to a lot of Nigerian guys. Uh, some of my my son's friends, uh, dads are Nigerian, and they're like Kanu was like 104, and he was saying that he was like 24. There is no way, like everyone, every Nigerian I asked, are like, there's no. It's like uh, Tariba West. Like, I'm sorry. Uh, Remember they did a bone yeah. scan. I think, yeah. at, and I'm butchering this story, but I, like, embellishing. I think it was easy. They, they did a bone scan. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm 27. Bone scan, 40. No wonder the Nigerians win the youth like uh, World Cups and, and all the uh, Olympic. Because they're like 100 years old, like with so much experience, and they're destroying everyone. I don't even care if he was older than Okacha. I think Okacha was still better. It doesn't bother me. Yeah. Like, well, wait, I'm going to circle back, Jay, to that Bolton team. How sick did yeah. he assemble out of like these yeah. over 35 year like Jork yeah. IF, yeah. Hierro, yes. um, yeah, uh, yeah. like yeah. all these guys were like, yeah. yeah. Did he, he had Vandersar for a year? No, 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 no. I'm an idiot. That was Fulham. I take it back. Yeah. Edit. 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 Where's our intern? 
<laughs> but to, to to get you excited, Mark, that was Ronaldo, the Portuguese Ronaldo's, Cristiano Ronaldo's uh, debut that I was at. Oh, and crazy. they got destroyed. He put them on and they had to change. Uh, I forget what the, I think it was like Hunt or something, the, the right back because yeah, they put Ronaldo on the yeah. left. And they, they subbed that position like I think twice and Ronaldo was a part of every goal and it was amazing. And like, they got embarrassed. So Unreal. I love that. Australia, Tim Cahill or Harry Kuehl? Cahill. Cahill. And I hate it, but that's a Liverpool-Everton one. And like Cahill is a monster. And I think How I good him. was he in the air? He was like 5'2". Yeah. Might, might be the best little guy in the air. I yeah. want to actually have someone research and see who were the best little guys in the air. I'll probably end up doing it because I'm a loser. But he's the first one that comes to my mind. So good in the air. Yeah, he could. Yeah. He is so good. Okay, I'm going to throw two more. I mean, this one I didn't want to put because it's dumb. But I, I, I saw these other two players, like Portugal. Let's see, Ronaldo, obviously. But like Eusebio and Figo. I kind of forgot about Luis Figo for a bit. I'm like. And Eusebio. I know Ronaldo's the best. Uh, sure. But like Figo and Eusebio, like they, they're in the conversation. They have to be. I think they're in the conversation. They're at the table. I think Ronaldo's at the head. I don't think you can argue that. Like, and we're all too young to really have seen Eusebio. But like, when I look at what he did, and then you hear from people who watched him in that generation, like, and he was like, like he was ridiculous. He's the one who won Benfica the Euro, like their Champions Leagues and their Intercontinental Leagues and all that. Like. Like for six, I don't know. I don't know. I, that's, you killed me. You said it's dumb. You don't want to do it. And I can't speak. See, that's what I mean. Jay, like what about Figo? How good was Figo? He was, he was good, but I, I think it's Ronaldo, Eusebio, Figo. And yeah. I mean, Steve and I worked at a sweatshop where there was even like guys who didn't even follow football. Like yeah. this, this old greasy guy that would walk by. And the only word he would say to us that we knew, he would be like, Eusebio? Like, yeah. hey, Eusebio, every day. And so it's like, Eusebio had that impact on him. Like, this guy was so far removed in Canada. It was like minus 40 or like plus 40 or in the summer. It was like awful. And he's like, Eusebio, Eusebio. And I'm like, Eusebio. And then walk away. So I, I, just for that, in honor of that guy and Jay DaCosta, because I know he's Portuguese. Yeah. And in honor of this game, it's a great, I love this segment, actually. It's pretty good. Eusebio was a noun, adjective, and verb with that guy. It was like... Yes. <laughs> They killed me. It's true. Every time you say, "Hey, hey, you see, you see, you see, you see, you see," and I look around, and I was always happy. I don't know what you're talking about. I love it. I'll throw one more, one more country at you: Spain. Xavi or Iniesta? What a great call! I already know Jay's answer. Everybody knows Jay's answer. You? Did you guys? Can- I know. Jay, Jay, you didn't hear it, and I'm gonna bring it out. The saw the no holds bars guy bards. No, oh, yes. Oh, they told me. They told me. They're like, we pick, Jay would pick 11 Zavis, or, and then Dave Barbie said 10 Zavis, and Jay would put himself in there with them. Like, they were crushing <laughs> you. They were all over you, like, trying to call you out, man. I know. And I told them, I said, you know what? I can't argue it, and that's why I'm a terrible scout. I would actually hire that company to scout for me to go against Mark, and I would make them make 11 mandatory players because I'm awful because I just want every player to be like Xavi. But 
Steve, I love playing with guys like you. I love playing with like Jose and yeah, like yeah. guys who like to make incisive dribbles. Yeah. Um, and Volpe who just go like Derek Volpe yeah, who's yeah. like an overlapping uh, left back, right back. Yeah. And so I need those guys around. But I have to be honest. I people would call me out. I would say. Xavi just made everything tick. I think I have to say Xavi was better. It's so, so, so high level and like minuscule differences. I would give him the nod. Stylistically, they're both insane. It's like picking the most beautiful painters ever. Like, but I love Iniesta, just the way he drifted by people. Like, I love the dribbling style of just drifting driftwood drifting of driftingness drifty drift top like i just love that he did the way he would just it was so nice to watch yeah yeah so we'll come back to that segment i i, I like that I, I it was a it's a nice uh nice little debater thing so well, i'm gonna throw you some Gabby or iniesta can you just finish it and... me i'm an iniesta guy i loved him i loved yeah. him so much it's like he had no feet and he just hovered <laughs> yeah. and you're both he albino just... <laughs> yeah that's right that's right i i don't know i just i i but see i think you guys nailed this one can't succeed without the other yeah. you know it's like yeah it's who true. the hell do you pick with that so rapid fire i'm going to quickly throw you one quick question if i threw keys of a motorcycle jay to you to drive from fitzroy to cumberland but before you answer you know who covers fitzroy to cumberland <laughs> and everything in between bastion and ferguson real estate team two people is that a team or is that like a duet it shouldn't be a team is mom, i don't know is mom, it's a team. Tennis team. Mom it could be a doubles tennis team true okay. Yeah. okay yeah all right i'll give you that so we'll keep the team in the name bastion and ferguson real estate team what i'm going to tell you is that they can sell you a house Fitzroy, Cumberland, everywhere, and you have the trust of an athlete soccer player fighting for you. Every week we talk about it. Your home is the largest purchase you'll ever make, so use a trusted soccer athlete. Bastion and Ferguson duet. Okay? And Tom, I have to back up Tom on this. He is so justice-driven. Yeah. So are you, Steve. I always say that. Tom, and I'm not just saying this, he always will do the right thing, even if it hurts him. Even if it hurts him, I've seen him. We were, we were driving once in a van and we had a rule. If you made the worst joke and no one laughed, you had to leave the van. And like Steve was driving, Tom made a joke that was awful. No one laughed. He got out of the van. He, and we left him. We left him for like 30 minutes. Like, and we didn't have cell phones. Then. We, we had to like find him. But he would stick. He made me stop the car. He made me stop the van. Yes. It was on video. Yeah. I have it on video. It is incredible. So Tom, you can trust Tom with your life. Yeah. Agreed. So Steve or Jay. I'll start with Jay. Let's start with Jay. I throw you keys to a, a motorcycle. Like no lessons, no instruction manual. Here's the keys to a motorcycle. Drive it from your house to my house in Cumberland. Can you and would you do it? No. You know why? And I'll tell you this. I have kids. I'll never do it. And plus, you didn't offer me any money. If you did, like, it would be like, I'd have to do it for $5 million. 
Wow. I'd have to, yeah, I'd have to. And even then, I don't know. I, for, I would not succeed. But anybody who drives a motorcycle that has a family is a stupid nincompoop cotton niggy muggins. Cotton headed niggy. Like, you're an idiot. You're a loser. I'm sorry. I, I like, I don't care if you call me out if I see you at old timers, whatever. You have kids and you drive a motorcycle, you have no soul and you like are a selfish person. If you don't have any kids or a wife, Drive a hundred motorcycles at the same time. No one cares. No one cares because if you die, it doesn't affect anyone. Uh, Steve, I don't know if you want to say that you do this now. <laughs> no, I didn't like this. As soon as you brought it up, all through your ad and through Jay's rant, I was like, when you're in school and you're hiding from a teacher, you don't want to get picked because you don't know. <laughs> or like they randomly select. Like I didn't want anything to do with this question. Like I'm angry. It makes me like feel weird inside. I want to just throw the keys back at you and kick the motorcycle down and pretend like I'm too cool because <laughs> I'm afraid to drive motors. I'm not going to do it at all yeah. ever. Unless you offer me money. Like Jay said, I can't do it. Like there's all these, my neighbor drives a motorcycle and he's going to be like, you're a loser. I am. I can't. Yeah. I'm not getting on it. No way. Never. My buddy, my buddy got a motorcycle. This is 10 years ago or something. And, and I, a, a, we'll even talk, this is a whole new segment, but like, <laughs> I got on the back with him and no. with kids. Did you have ab- kids? No, I didn't have, it was just me and Aaron at the time, but uh, it's terrifying. A <laughs> B getting on the back of a motorcycle. Like we might as well have been dating. Like it was horrific. <laughs> it's so true. Like it's it's, so you true. Sh- that shouldn't be allowed. Like it's, it's so, so wrong. I but, can't see uh, you doing that. Like I I'm proud of you 10 years ago. Like I, I, I can't believe you would do that. I've seen you. You weren't proud. You weren't proud. I was on there. I was like green. I was holding because no one could see me. Our helmets kept clinking because like (laughs) so close. Is it even even fun to be on the back? Is it even fun? No, because you can't even see. Like you you just you just helmet. Yeah, you like are you? You're not looking around, enjoying the scenery. And it wasn't like a Harley bike. It was like a sports bike. So it was like. You know, like I didn't even have my own seat. I was just, I, it was brutal. Yeah, like, brutal. what's the enjoyment out of it? Like, you ha- like, what is, I, it's a I whole thing. I can talk <laughs> about it. Move on, move on. What kind of eggs, Jay? You walk into a diner. You Love say, it. Phyllis. Phyllis. <laughs> I, want, <laughs> I want blank eggs, please. What is your egg? First of all, I have to have it with waffles or pancakes or French toast. Okay. <laughs> And I okay, eat John eggs. Candy. <laughs> and I eat the eggs. <laughs> I eat the eggs last. They're over easy, and they're cooked in bacon grease. Like you shovel the grease over, so it does it over yeah, easy. My mom does that. That's a very oh. Eastern European thing. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Oh man. Yeah, big time. I yeah. still. I just thought it was a white trash thing. No, yeah, no, no. British. Maybe I'm white trash and Eastern European. Okay. I don't know. Okay. British, British, sunny side up, and I make soldiers of my pieces of my bread, and I dip them into the sunny side piece. Wow. I have to give credit to C's mom. Best breakfast ever. Yeah. Like, served to you after, oh, it's the best. Yeah. Yeah. Golfing. Is it stupid that professional golfers need a sign that says quiet and nobody can breathe while they're shooting. Like, is that the, is that something that a professional actually athlete can't handle noise? Should you be able to handle noise? There should be air horns and stuff. No, is, is silence dumb. I'll go second, Steve. You're more knowledgeable. Okay. You want me to go first? Yeah. You know what I'm going to say? You're like, 
you're just sucking me in mark if you're doing this to get me going you did this last time and i swore and i'm a teacher i can't swear on the air i okay i've been playing golf lately because of covid and i i respect it um because it's the only thing like we have nothing but time but who are you who are you to have a family and spend seven hours playing golf first of all paying a hundred dollars a day to play, to hit a ball, which is fun. I get it. But it's seven hours of your day. And like, what? I get it once in a while, but people who do regular golf, like it's like, do you hate your family? Like, I I just, I don't understand the amount of time it takes to play golf. And it's not even a dynamic sport. It's only a sport for rich people, rich white people. And there's like proof on this. And if anybody listens to Malcolm Gladwell's podcast, podcast, do it because he rants about this and I love it. It's just, to me, it's like mind boggling. But yeah, I mean, the sound thing, there's a lot of respect around that. I just remember going golfing with Steve and other guys and I was like, so many rules, like hurry up. There's people behind you. I paid a hundred dollars, bitch. I paid a hundred dollars and you're yelling at me to hurry. I paid you a hundred bucks. Are you kidding me? Like you space them out more. I know you want to make money, but space them out longer. I'm, I'm trying to enjoy my hundred dollar golf, seven, eight hour golf day where I have to bring my own food. Cause you don't even have gluten free bitch. You're so oh, that was the best right question now. I ever asked on this show. Now. Oh, I'm so mad. It had a Bayshore brother known as I knew I knew this is gonna happen today. That's I why loved I everything about it. My favorite was like, "There's been research done to show that golf's a white man sport." Yeah, <laughs> white, white rich guy. Yeah, what research? Everybody's green. <laughs> it's so obvious. Oh my god! I I my own answer. I can't say anything to Jason about that. This is hilarious. To answer Mark's question, they should be able to handle noise. So should should tennis players. Like in New York, when it takes like 800,000 minutes before the serve goes because they're like drunk New Yorkers at 1 a.m. like chanting, they should handle it. But I'm like indoctrined in it now and I get it. Like when someone's talking and I'm about to swing, my mind's gone. I'm like, what I'll say? And I like, I I shank it into the woods. So like, no, don't talk. If you, now the winter's coming up, you're walking down the sidewalk. There's somebody coming towards you. Maybe let's say 20 feet. You slip and fall on the ice, completely down. Do you acknowledge that person with like, oh man, you see that? Or do you just head down and walk by the person? Steve, go first. I I have to acknowledge them. I have to talk about what happened. I can't. I can't as a person. That's not in my nature to just put my head down. I have to be like, I'm an idiot, eh? Like I. <laughs> And then what my problem is, because I guess this is where I seek like justice or the right thing. Like if that person doesn't be like, yeah, you're right. Or kind of giggle, then I'm mad at them and I'm on the attack. I'm like, oh, you're too, you're too good. You've never fallen on ice. And then I'm overboard and then people are angry at me. And then, and then Lisa comes and picks me up and tells me I'm an idiot. Like that's what happens to me. That's, that's the perfect. Uh, okay. I've seen a video of, we have on video, Steve walking into a railing on his way to his oh, wife's yeah. 40th birthday celebration. And he went down like a shot giraffe. And it, everyone was laughing around him, but everyone was consoling him and you handled that well. So I've seen you handle that really. You are a very good faller. Like in, in soccer, like you can fall. It looks 
so painful. It yeah. looks awful. I, I, I can see anybody coming up to you to help you. Yeah. Me, yeah, I make fun of it. I even, I make the, oh, I went down like a shot giraffe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I'm, I'm embarrassed, but it's like, I'm yeah. down. Yeah. I have to take the scab, pick the scab right away and get it yeah, over. Yeah, for sure. Agreed. Now, do you think and agree? And would you eat ever the cranberry sauce that flumps out of a can? That's disgusting. No, <laughs> I think it's gross. And when you said flumps, yeah, it was a perfect <laughs> noise. Wasn't oh, it? it made me feel it gross. A good onomatopoeia. It is a good one. <laughs> All right. I like that. Jay. Do you wear slippers in your house? You know what? Wore them yesterday playing ping pong with Luca. 100%. Like, yeah, I do. Eastern European, though. Before, when I was, like, totally white trash, Steve will tell you. Like, no, I'd walk around the city in bare feet with, like, duct tape around my toes. Like, <laughs> it was, I was, but now, it's like, yeah, they, they call them buzipse, the Croatians do. And, like, they, they, they sew out of like yarn and like your, your slippers, but I have nice slippers. I have to say. Steve? Jay has, Jay does have nice slippers. I don't, I yeah, can't, no. I can't go anymore. Yeah. I trip on them. I trip on the stairs. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I, I can't walk in them. I don't know. They're like snowshoes to me. It's like, I can't walk <laughs> in them. <laughs> you wear socks at least. Oh, of course. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah, yeah. I sleep with socks. Yeah. No. Yeah. I hate I hate uh, exposed feet. Uh, I feel like someone's gonna just tickle them in the middle of the night. I don't know. <laughs> when you plug something in the wall, do you have a thought every time that you're gonna die? <laughs> I know where this is going. Oh God, I love you. I want to treasure. I want to go back on a date and to be the waiter again. Yeah, I'm having a really good time on the date. Okay, go keep going. It's so good. I yeah. don't. I don't. No. No, you don't. You, what, you don't think about I it. Hear, I didn't even hear the question. I, yeah, I, I just said when you plug in a, a something in a wall, do you every time think you're going to die? Because he thinks he's going to get electrocuted. I question it a bit when I'm, because <laughs> I, I, sometimes you see a spark, but I when I pull it out. But yeah. no, I am not terrified. Maybe it's just me. I, I've been putting up my Christmas lights and they're, I'm using an indoor power cord, like laying in like the watery grass and I wrapped it with like a garbage bag and duct tape. And I'm like, I don't think I'm ever coming inside every time I go. to <laughs> that's, um, that's a good point though. Crossbar challenge. Steve, I'll start with you. I give you 25 soccer balls from the top of the 18. Oh. You have to hit the bar only once. You get $10 billion. If you miss all 25, immediate death. Do you take it, that challenge? <laughs> I hate you, Mark. I think I have to say no because, like, I have a family. But you've put me in a really difficult position because – I really believe that I would never not be able to meet that challenge. Uh, Steve, I, I think you would hit 20 out of 25. But the, the added pressure of immediate. Uh, yeah. 100%. 25, Mark? Yeah. I know, but, what if, but if what I have if to I, say 25. What if, no. what if I'm no. dead, Jay? No, you're you going to hit You won't hit ride a motorcycle. What if, what if, what if I, take, I do the with, yeah, or I do the first one. Oh, hamstring. Oh, no. Like, I didn't warm up properly. Okay, then you, then you have some sort of like... Uh, well, you don't know. This is all the... This is the question. Like, but I... 
I'm so tempted to say yes. I feel like I could do it easy one out of 25, like all the time. $10 billion. 25? Yes. Five? No. 25. Patrice, Patrice and your kids are standing there watching you cold. Oh, that just changed the game. All wearing no slippers and no slippers, duct tape on their toes. And you're like, (laughs) no, I could do this. And Patrice is just like, and I get 25, 25 shots, 25 shots. Yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. You, you, no doubt. Now, now the actual grim reaper floats beside to the other (laughs) side. And you know, you, it's serious now. You know now he's here. You see him. <laughs> that, like, he's there. That changes it. But it, that, that's not going to happen. So, yes, I do it. But if I see the Grim Reaper and then my family, like, <laughs> it's so good. You painted such a good picture. Yeah. I, oh. That was good. That was good. I don't know why I pictured the Algonquin field with the Grim Me Reaper. Too. Me too. Floating <laughs> over now. Yeah. yeah. I love it. You're on vacation, Jay. You're at the beach. You're absolutely, you're having a, a ball. You're on your lawn chair. You're reading a book. Your kids are playing. You're like, come on, kid, let's go for a swim. On your way there, the guy's like, yeah, I've been here two weeks. Uh, last week, they shut it down. A great white uh, was seen in the, in the water. Do you U-turn or do you just head in? So I've lived this at Cape Cod. We go every two years. And there was a guy who actually got killed by a great white. Great white, like... <laughs> two weeks uh, or, or a month before we got there. And then there was some in the water. They, they're, they're so protective and they're so like, they have helicopters, the Americans, they don't mess around. We were not scared at all. You have to go out of your way to die from a shark attack. You have to be drunk or on drugs or actually stupid. <laughs> the odds of you dying are minimal. But if someone walks up to me and says there was a shark in here two weeks ago, I'm not going in the water. It's just. Yes, you are. Yes, you no. are. First of all, your kids are. Your kids are like the best swimmers on earth. You're going in. No, I go to it. You're putting your Cape Cod. If it's Cape Cod, I go to like yeah. Cape Side, not Oceanside night. And I go to like another beach. Wow. Mark, yeah, I have you? to agree with oh. that. Yeah, Mark, for this stupid question, you definitely wouldn't. Yeah, but I've gone. I, I love the ocean. But if if I hear about that, that, that just throws me for a loop. Yeah. I'd have to get drunk to go in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, would you rather? Would you rather, folks, blow your hamstring or your groin? Ooh. Probably hamstring. Hamstring. I've done it. And you can, you can come back in three weeks. Mm-hmm. Would you rather go one round today, one round with Mike Tyson, or one round with Hoist Gracie? Oh, Hoist Gracie. Really? Yeah, Hoist Gracie is going to put me in a lock, right? He's going to put me in a lock, and yeah. he's not going to like. He's not going to punch my face because I'm just going to like. I'm just going to cower. I'm just going to like protect everything. Mike Tyson is going to kill me. But what, what type of lock? Cause like, I'm afraid of like when someone twists your like ankle or arm and you're like, ah, like, I don't like that. Like it chokes me. And I'm I'm in the lock for like a long period of time. Like, I feel like if Tyson knocks me out, like I was like, Oh, I'm down. Like I'm blacked out. The lock scares me. Like, yeah. And Ty- but have you put- seen Tyson training for his like 58 yeah. year old comeback? He looks like no, an animal again. 
that's why there's no way, no yeah, way. I, I was going to spend more time on that question because Hoist Gracie is the only MMA person I know. I don't watch it. I don't like it. <laughs> I think it's ridiculous. Yeah. So I should have picked like a puncher guy. But uh, yeah, but anyway, yeah, I'm not uh-huh. getting hit by Tyson any day. Would you rather be a Scottish League star player for Hibs for 10 years or be a 20-year great League Two manager? Oh, wow. I, I, I would be a terrible manager. If I could be a coach, if I could be a, a first-team assistant for, a, for, that, for 20 years, I would do that. And if I couldn't in all in league two though, no chance of moving up. It's a league two career. That's fine. That's fine. Um, yeah, but I actually has a player. Oh God. Uh, you know what? Yeah. I take star I'd player. Yeah. yeah. Star player. And then I live off it and brag about it for the rest of my life. I just sit at the bar in my Jersey and people are like, why are you wearing the Jersey? Oh, what this Jersey? I was a 10 year star for Hibs. I mean, and then I talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Done. Last one. Okay. Would you rather eat gingerbread cookies or shortbread cookies? Shortbread. Easy. Yeah. Did you both say shortbread? Yeah. Oh, we're soulmates. I I just love love that. I could eat like a I'll tell you. Yeah. Oh, me too. Me too. I'll tell you who may or may not have cookies in their office. And that's Phil Craig, the mortgage broker. Get the absolute best service here because they have no affiliation with anyone. So you get your non-biased opinions. That's huge when dealing with money. They actually save you money. Phil Craig scored around 300 goals in his Royal career. So because of that, if you go to him, mention us, he'll give you $300 off one for each goal he's ever scored. (laughs) Phil Craig, look him up online. Go see him save money. Quiz. It's eleven six, Steve. I think we're from putting, our horrific calculator. We're doing, we're doing we're doing Jeopardy. We're doing Jeopardy with Jay. Where <clears> we have to mean? show our we have to show our you answer. Write it down and show it at the same time. Oh, yeah, you gotta write it okay. down, show it at the same time. So while I'm reading this question, you guys can scramble for a pen. Going off our Alfonso Davies uh, chat. Oh. Okay, how many appearances? Does Alfonso Davies have for Bayern Munich? Appearances. Like Where's including the off the bench. Off Any appearance. Yeah, An appearance yeah. okay, for okay, Bayern okay. Munich. See, this is where a beautiful edit would be like the Jeopardy theme yeah. in right now while you guys are thinking. Yeah. Too bad we're not that advanced. So I'll fill this up by saying, I think. Got it that we're ready okay <laughs> all right so i'm gonna go with uh jason whiting straight out of uh, bayshore but we have to show at the same gonna, time no i was gonna do the nerdy thing and say i love you alex like right i love you alex oh, <laughs> oh my god yeah r.i.p alex trebek yeah um okay jay show me your answer 19 19 appearances for Bayern Munich. Steve. Nothing. 40, 41? 41. 41. 41. You almost nailed it. 39. I actually, look, look, I crossed out 39. Wow. No way. Yeah. 
39 appearances for Bayern Munich. Hey, you got to think first, and I was like, no, that's way too much. I'm thinking because no, after the Europe, you got to think of Europe. He played yeah. Champions League. They they played two games in the group, and not yeah. like he he probably got at least ten in there in just Champions yeah. League. He's got two Bundesliga titles, a Champions yeah. League title, a European Super Cup title, like and uh, two German Cup titles already. It's insane. Yeah. But this is why I should be able to do the prices right because it's the equalizing factor. Because like Steve, you're still winning, and I'm trying to cheat. Like you're still destroying me, and I'm I'm trying. I'll do anything to cheat. But Jay, I want to win a hundred to nothing. Yes, I respect that. You got me back. (laughs) Now I'm dating you. Now I just went on my phone because Mark stopped talking to me in the bathroom, and now I have another Tinder date. I'm going to your table. (laughs) Was it was it that I didn't listen that time? I'm not a good listener. No, it's just there was no like spark. You know what I mean? Like we, we not were not even over shortbreads. No, there's no banter. There's no like you yeah. were you weren't flirting with me. Steve was just like called me out, and now it's like I'm in love. I'm gonna hop on my motorcycle and get the hell out of here. Yeah. <laughs> now you're like the bad guy. Now I'm back on your side. <laughs> God damn it! All right. Well, thanks, guys. Uh, that was fun. <laughs> All right. <laughs> So awkward, man. Well, you guys so are supposed to jump in and be like, music. "Yeah, Mark." The music good. at the end. Yeah, and yeah. you you held your mic even worse there. All of a sudden, you were like holding like, <laughs> two fingers. Uh, hey guys, I'm on Elf today. I'm really excited. Sing us away, Mark. Okay, yeah. bye. very much for listening today if you haven't already please subscribe to the podcast and of course leave us a five-star review if you want to get in touch you'll find us on instagram at soccer snob one on twitter at soccer snobs one by searching for us on facebook and of course on the web at www.soccersnobs.ca backslash listen you can leave us your opinion give us any comments and if that's where you want to get nasty feel free to do so